I'm Hannah Hansen, and you're listening to HR After Hours. Well, listen to me sing, kill the wabbit, and call me Elmer <laughs> Hannah Hampton. How the heck are you today, my friend? Well, I'm hanging in there. I'm, uh, you know, it's been crazy for everybody, but I'd say, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good considering. What's been going on with you? Something. Give me a positive work experience, something sure. you're doing. Give me anything, please. Sure. Well, I am really excited. Uh, we, ha- I had a busy week at work. And to remind our listeners, I am at a company that we went 100% remote uh, during this whole pandemic. And we had our, our first all-company meeting this week. Uh, pretty much the entire company was on GoToMeeting, not Zoom, we do GoToMeeting. And we were all on GoToMeeting and talked about you know the status of the company, things we were working on, and all the stuff that uh, companies should be sharing with their teams. Uh, I want to say it, it went really well, considering you know we weren't all together, and and we normally have these monthly meetings as part of our regular kind of cadence at the company. Uh, we're a very collaborative group of people, so it was very nice to see everyone. One of the things I'm most excited about was typically after our company meetings, we try to schedule some sort of a, a gathering, a happy hour of sorts. And sometimes they're in the office, sometimes they are, you know, we'll find a a, a local establishment to have some food or have a little fun. And uh, I was trying to think creatively about what we can do to still have a little bit of fun. So after the meeting, we stayed on GoToMeeting and played what's called, uh, it was an online game called Jackbox Games. And you Listeners mm-hmm. may be familiar with um, you don't know Jack, but there's oh my gosh, you don't yeah. know Jack is one of my favorite yes. games in when in my twenties. Yeah. I have a disc still somewhere. I mean, it's got scratches on it. Yes, it's in its third broken jewel case because sure. it's been. I mean, I have taken that thing to Bahamas on flights. It's so I mean, fun. But I have the hard disc copy from. Yeah. 25 years ago yeah yeah. oh yeah i had that i it was i've been a big fan of that game for so long and and they have so each year they release uh like a package of games so there's uh there's this other game it's called um it's called fibbage where basically they you have to come up with try to like basically come up with a lie that people will think is the truth and uh you know there's there's other really fun games that you can have groups of people and the cool thing about it is you know you can have like nine or ten people playing the games and then you have people who are part of the audience so they still get to be engaged in in the process and having that fun so we did a jackbox games night uh virtually and i have to say it went really well i was a little nervous about technical difficulties because i'd never done this virtually before now full disclosure we had had a, an in-person jackbox game night where we all played together in you know in our uh, shared space uh so but it's i have to say if you are looking for i mean this isn't even just company like if you're looking for something to do virtually to get your friends together get your family together jackbox games the fun thing is you can have you'll have it on your screen and you can do a zoom a go to meeting and then your controller is either another uh web browser open on your computer or you can use your mobile phone which that's what i typically do so It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. I felt like it was a good way to engage the company. And, you know, we 
my company has a has a great variety of people, and I do have a number of folks who are sheltering in place by themselves. They they are single, uh, without children. Uh, some have pets, some don't. So it was a really great way to engage with the company, have a little bit of fun, laugh, and just have a good time. So. I know that that's, sorry if you just heard my cat meowing, but (laughs) that is my little pitch. I don't work for the company that makes Jackbox (laughs) games. I'm just a very big fan of it. And, uh, you know, I even played with my nephew, uh, who's eight years old. We, we played some, you know, some games together when I was practicing and getting it set up for the company meeting, knowing that I wanted it to go smoothly. And, you know, I'm now I'm thinking ahead of the next time we have this meeting or just thinking about ways that we can have a little bit of fun together, uh, when work is done. And I'm thinking about, I have a bingo set. So I'm like, maybe I'll do a virtual bingo, uh, you know, other things that we can do together, but man, the Jackbox games, Jackbox box games was so much fun. I highly recommend it. Oh, I'm all in. And yes, I think that's a great idea, not only professionally, but we've been shifting gears a little bit lately and doing a more of a impromptu version of this podcast where it's not necessarily been very detail laden with uh, HR information. It's compliance and info. Compliance and you know all the stuff (laughs) that I don't like and that's why I'm a recruiter. But (laughs) but this is still one of the reasons we do this podcast is you just shared something with me because that was my favorite game for years. And I was so surprised when I'd break it out that no one had played it or there was always someone that was new to them. And you know, when you have something that you share and you want people to like it as much as you. And that was one of, that was one of the few things where every time I brought it out at a party, at least four people wanted to play. That's worth it alone. And like, you don't know, Jack, you, you can play with up to four people, but there are some of the other games you can have more than that. So if you are even just trying to get your team together for a little morale booster or just some team building, I mean, there's there's a lot to choose from. I, you know, just a little technical piece of it. There's this, uh, I don't want to say company, but it's a, it's a software platform called Steam, I believe. And that's a way, like, you can download your games that way. You can purchase them on Steam. So it's on your computer. Uh, but you can also, I think, buy it for your Xbox, for your PlayStation, whatever else. But... I mean, Steam is a free software download that you can, where you can house your library of games. I have two Jackboxes and then some other standalone games from that company, and we just—it's—it's it's a great way to get together. So again, I'm not being paid by them. I just really enjoy it and wanted to share my little success on a gathering that that I put together for the company that I work for. I love it. I Yay. love it. Now, let me share something. As you know, so we are trying to find things to help people keep engaged and just yes. or or be able to unplug and sure. enjoy themselves. I, Hannah Hampton, had a <laughs> not so successful attempt. I oh. love to watch movies, and as we've talked about lately, we've been trying to keep it light and finding things that you know are comfortable and familiar, like '80s and '90s shows yes. and poppier albums or whatever it is. So, typically, being a child of the '80s, even though I'm a little older than that, but the eighties is really when I watched movies and got into things. Bruce Willis mm-hmm. traditionally love him has been someone that you can count on for a good action film or a bad action film that is still good because Bruce is in it. Yes. So imagine my dismay Uh-oh. 
when I watched this epic pile, steaming pile, I should say, of bad motion feature, bad motion picture feature called 10 Minutes Gone. Oh, I don't know that. I I didn't either, which is a bad sign when you don't know about them. So here's something I'm starting to learn as Mm -hmm. some of these action films and you have people like Bruce Willis, who sometimes just needs a paycheck, not quite like, you know, Nick Cage, let's say, and some of the epic failures he's done recently. What I have learned is some of these films are, it's just really someone, a producer with Mm -hmm. a lot of money who's never produced a film before wants to get into the movie industry because there are things you can buy yourselves into. You can get a movie made. Doesn't mean it's going to be any good. But if you have enough money, you can always find uh, a celebrity to to be in the film. And this movie had Bruce Willis, and it also had Michael Chiklis, who... Oh, uh, yeah. I think the last thing I remember him being in was he played The Thing in one of the versions of the Fantastic Four. You know, I I always can find a way to bring it back to a superhero film. (laughs) So I'm like, well, this can't be too bad. It doesn't have just Bruce Willis in it. It has, you know, the things in it, too. So it's got to be pretty good. Sure. I have never seen a film actually bring down the acting ability of those in it. And there are some lines that Bruce Willis delivers so bad. I want to read the, the um, I'm going to read you the little synopsis I found. Please do. I'm very uh, curious. So this is called 10 Minutes Gone. It's uh, 2019. It's a new movie. Okay. Uh, newer. I found it on Prime, Amazon Prime. It was free. I did not pay for this fuck fest of a film. <laughs> but um, the synopsis uh... is a gritty crime saga which follows the lives of an elite unit of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department and the state's most successful bank robbery crew as the outlaws plan a seemingly impossible heist on the Federal Reserve Bank. Its initial release date was September 27th, which actually just happens to be my son's birthday, and it was, but it was released in Nigeria. So that tells you something. It was initial release was in Nigeria. That synopsis, which is how they marketed the film, does not describe the film at all. I don't know where they get the elite unit of L.A. County Sheriff's Department. There is no L.A. County Sheriff's Department narrative in the entire film. So whoever. (laughs) No, it is. It's never from L.A. Sheriff's Department's point of view. So this doesn't even describe the film correctly. So right there, even the person hired to write the snapshot of the film couldn't make his way through it because he or she didn't make their way through it or they wouldn't have written that because it has nothing to do with the film. And out of 53 ratings, average score was 1.5 stars. You know, I mean, I expect John McClane to come through for me here because a lot of those Bruce Willis action films, you can just change it to Die Hard and just change characters' names like they did with one or two specific episodes of Die Hard. They started as non-Die Hard scripts. Bruce's thing. You know you're going to get something Die Hard-ish, typically? No, no. All you got Mm. here was a big, flaming pile of crap. Seriously, I feel (laughs) like the producer of this film knocked on my door, set ablaze a bag of poop, and, (laughs) and said, here you go. I want to see how long you could do without stepping on this bag of poop. So that is my my review on the worst film I have seen easily in three to five years. 
Oh. It's called again. Ten you minutes. You're a big movie watcher. Big movie watcher. Yeah. This thing is terrible. Awful. Okay. Don't see it. Watching. Go. Run away. Go. I know. I, that's that is a great review. Again, I will not be. <laughs> I watched a movie yesterday, and I think this is a good one for us HR folks. Uh, but I watched it was on Netflix called Crip Camp, and I'm not gonna, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I didn't know much about it. And somebody I'd worked with said, "I hey, I think you might like this movie," and it was great. It was a documentary, and it was about uh, basically, you know, leading up to how the ADA got passed. So it's, I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. I, you know, I think I'm kind of, we're all in, in kind of a strange space in our lives right now. And so there were a couple times where I just broke down in tears. Uh, but I also feel like part of it is just kind of where I am in the world right now. But uh, man, it was a really enjoyable movie uh, for, you know, enjoyable in the fact that it was eye-opening, and I got to learn a little of the history of what led up to the ADA being passed and getting to know these great stories behind the people who fought really hard for that legislation. So I guess if that's a way I can turn this kind of movie review into an HR topic is I recommend that one for our, our HR folks. Well, awesome. And you know me, I told you I will watch that because you and I have very similar taste. I'm in a very light, fluffy place that... Sure. I know I will cry and possibly end up in fetal position. So I need a little <laughs> time to prepare yeah. because, I mean, I cried and I was in fetal position after 10 minutes gone. Worst film ever. <laughs> I had to come back to it. But here, so I like that and I will watch that. Here's what I want to do, though. I want to close on something positive. Sure. So I was thinking about this, Hannah, and I was thinking you and I had once again, we spoke for about 40 minutes before we started recording and not about what we were going to record, obviously. Yep. But... Um, <laughs> always need to be prepared yeah Hannah and I were arguing over when we think this will come you know <laughs> it'll get a little closer back to normal and we're going to agree to disagree and we're not going to share yeah, that one okay, of the things though. that's absolutely okay that's what I mean if you and I agreed all the time we wouldn't still be friends because we don't we if we have to challenge each other at once, I love it I appreciate when we kind of disagree on things but on a positive note, because I had to close with something positive, because I mm -hmm. did know that I was going to talk about the worst film that I've watched recently, and I can't let it go. Ten minutes mm -hmm. gone. Worst film ever. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> All right. So I'm thinking to myself, what is my my nugget of wisdom, my positivity I can bring today uh, with all things current? And I just decided that I'm going to take a second and determine what I'm going to do differently. What, what am I... How am I going to grow a little bit mm -hmm. personally and professionally? So I decided to write down one thing each while we were talking. I decided personally, mm -hmm. yes. uh, but I can't act on this yet. Personally, I am really going to become more respectful of other people's time uh, and their efforts to include me in things. So yeah. I am notorious for if I'm invited to something and it's not because I don't want to go. I do have some forms of social anxiety, which cracks people up knowing me. And I've obviously addressed very large groups and things like that. Sure. But I really do have a form of social anxiety when it comes to more intimate settings and parties and things like that. I am notorious for saying, oh, yeah, I'll probably go. You know, mm -hmm. I make it a point to never say yes, I'll absolutely be there unless mm -hmm. I'm going to be there. So I almost never say yes, I'm going to be there. I if I say I'm going to be somewhere, I'm going to make sure I'm there and yeah. I'm going to definitely work on not being five minutes late and 
<laughs> Hannah's I'm laughing. Not laughing. She's laughing because I always make her wait to start recording. That's like okay. I, I mean, seriously. And the thing is, it's not like I have hair to do. I shave my head. I mean, I'm just <laughs> five to ten to fifteen minutes late every day we record. But I'm going to be more appreciative of other people's time, and I am going to jump on the opportunities to do the things that people offer to include me in. Oh, nice. If someone makes an effort to include you in their life, why wouldn't you want to be a part of it, right? If it's someone. Yeah, oh my gosh, yes. So uh, I'm going to, that's my personal thing that I'm going to start doing better after this. And then professionally, for me, it's a lot easier, easier. Being based out of New York, you know, professionally, Mm -hmm. as soon as this is over, man, I am going to come out of the gate just on fire with this energy and enthusiasm of I am going to work so hard on every opportunity I can to fill an order and be a part of someone's life starting back up and getting them in their new role. And I'm going to be excited about it. And a lot of people don't do this, know this, but there's some things I do behind the scenes for free and things like that to help people because it makes me happy. But I just am going to give everything I can into helping others get their lives back to normal professionally as I can. And I'm going to be excited about it. And I'm probably going to drive you crazy when it starts because I'm going to start talking about it a lot. Mm, I like it. That's awesome. You know, so I I haven't thought about this probably as much as you had, but I, I think one of the things I'd, I'd like to do a better job is being a little bit more proactive on setting up social events personally, because professionally, I, you know, I help in, in some regard with, with company stuff. But on a personal level, I usually I'll wait for somebody to extend an invite to me to dinner or to whatever it might be. But I've never really been the best at proactively saying, hey, let's do this or let's do that. And I have a really good friend who I'm grateful like we prior to the pandemic we would get together at least once a month for dinner for yoga whatever it might be but it was always her kind of reaching out to me first and and sometimes and it was great because she would challenge me and be like hey what are your ideas versus her always coming up with them but I would love to just reconnect with some of my friends that I've realized how much I've missed in this and and be more proactive in in setting up even if it's coffee or yoga or dinner or a walk, whatever it might be, but just be a little bit more proactive on that because I am missing some of my beautiful friends. And, uh, you know, I, and I also now I'm thinking I'm, I want to text them today just to check in how you doing, how you mentally doing, how you physically doing all of those pieces. So that's my personal one. Now, professionally, that's a tougher one because I, other than our company being remote, I haven't had too many you know, changes in, in, you know, in that regard, other than just not seeing everyone physically. So I'm, I really want to think more about that one. I think that that's something that I, I would like to give a more thoughtful answer. So come back to me on that one. But on the personal one, you have my answer. I love it. I love it. Uh, I, I think it's great. And, and I think with everyone's in different positions professionally, uh, some people it really hasn't impacted that differently. Some people, maybe it's just a slight shift in perception or understanding of things or maybe getting to know some of their coworkers a little differently by sure. you know, yeah. what challenges they face during this. So I, I do think that that for me, it's much easier being in New York because, I mean, bam, door shut 
over. No, you know, yeah. but uh, you, I mean, you just had an extremely busy work week. And so there's plenty keeping you going and mm-hmm. not as much, it's not about reflection for you. It's you're rallying the troops now and you're kind of doing things to do, as they yeah, go along trying, and actively. Trying to keep it as business as usual in this very unusual world that we're living in. I love it, though. And I love the the fact that you're going out and and finding these engagement pieces like the Jackbox games, the fact that you're still hosting these virtual events. I think that is awesome. And I, I think more HR managers and even just managers could really take something from that and find things to kind of create a little more of a bonding in a team environment. So I think that's awesome. I love it. I love it. And Hannah Hampton, that's why you're one of the best at what you do. Oh, um, you're too kind. No, I know. But anyway, <laughs> so I realized we finished recording last week and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just said the week before that we were going to have a dad joke in mm. every episode and I didn't do yes. a dad joke. Yes, give me so, my dad joke. So before I close, anything else you want to share? Well, nope, other than just a health, healthy, take care and stay inside for those who cannot. Awesome. So here's my... My dad joke clothes for this episode. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let me get in my best dad joke telling voice. <clears throat> oh my goodness. You know, Hannah, I uh, bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what they he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. 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 That's terrible. 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 All right, everyone. Well, please stay healthy. Stay inside for the love of God so we can all go outside soon. Yes. And this is Mick and Hannah telling you we love you. Be safe. Bye.